Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm ready. You ready? Yeah. Coming at you live, it's Sunday Stories. We encourage entrepreneurship more than any other country in the world. And when you drive through the small towns or the big towns, you see thousands of little businesses. That is the lifeblood of this country. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Sunday Stories. With me, your host, Vadim Shinzadeh. We'll be covering ongoing headlines and meet interesting fucking guests. I'm here with an amazing co-host, which has successfully built and sold one of Sweden's fastest-growing companies. He founded the brokerage firm ServiceFinder in 2006. Ten years later, the company was sold to Shipstead, and the founders made a multi-million exit. Today, he runs the company Clixis, which we will talk more about in this following episode. He has now published the book, Eat, Sleep, Startup, Repeat, and has a lot of lessons learned from failures and tricks of success. Ladies and gentlemen, let me present this week's co-host, the one and only Alexander Goga. Thank you so much. You, you have done so much shit in your life. So... Start with like telling us how Service Finder was created. You know, yeah. I, I know you've been asked that question yeah, a lot, yeah. but you know, no problem. I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, it was me, uh, Jeffrey, and Vishal. Uh, yeah. We were me and me and Vishal. We were studying. Uh, uh, we known each other from we were like maybe six, 16, uh, 16 years old in the same same school, and uh, so um, we were studying together. And we all knew Jeffrey because they had been working together as, as sales reps at a company, right. so they know each, know each other. And uh, we we studied. We were oh we like eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. Uh, so kept on studying but we had an urge to do something else we had an urge to to start a company and uh, why because we read about you know this this entrepreneur era would just it was starting it was 2016 and uh 2006 sorry yeah. uh, 2006 getting old yeah uh, so and um, we we just read about a lot of uh, like young guys and girls starting companies and the 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 word entrepreneur wasn't wasn't there yet yeah. and we were like wow we have a lot of ideas let's do something and we were studying this uh, uh, in this IT school so we knew that you can do anything online if, if you just know how to program stuff right. and so but but we didn't get there to learn it so 
we were just there for maybe what was it like half half a year a year or something so and and this like studying and and starting service finder why because we wanted to change the behavior on how you find a company in an easy way and easy in a safe way you know so and because we all heard these stories about you can ask anybody anybody that's renovated something or anybody that's trying to get a hold of a, a smaller company to do something in your home or at your office you're gonna, gonna have some kind of a problem with yep, them definitely. so everybody has this story and we saw like we didn't have them because we were young uh, but our parents had you know somebody was renovating a house somebody was uh, moving and and and, and like uh, changing the door at the house and everybody had this like do this and this don't do this with them you know everybody had their tactics with these handymen and uh, the only way to find them was like yellow pages online so and still back then then in sweden we had the yellow pages and you can find them in your building you know you, you, they leave them there when we started so we felt like we want to make this digital and and do it online so how do we do it how can we do so people can find companies in an easy way in a safe way and compare them uh, so and that is how we started and we saw like this there is no site that does that and then we, we found some other ideas that was like launched in germany that we launched then in sweden and that was a kind of an auction for salaries and that is how we started the oh, the, the, right, the whole story right. and we got a lot of uh, pr and, and marketing like for free it was it was crazy so you can you can google and go go back a couple of pages and uh, the the first site was called jobjakt.se it was like jobhunt.se oh but then we started to work with at, at once we started to work with with um, uh, services but then we changed the name further on because we felt this is this is like it was we're doing the right thing the right right thing but labeled it wrong so yeah we changed the name so um so that is and and we got this big push from media uh, because uh, everybody thought it was uh, a bad idea and uh, still it was marketing for us it was like wow we're in the newspaper so <laughs> we got a, a big push we were everywhere so and uh, from there we decided to quit school because we felt like wow this this is something that's happening right now we need to to feed this company exactly. and feed this idea with feed some the beast yeah because it's happening right now and and as i said uh, I didn't know the word momentum then, but we we did that. So we quit school, and we but we didn't p- tell our parents. We didn't tell anybody. We got an office in in, in Jesus Christ, the center of Stockholm. What did you, what did your mom say or dad say? Like uh, when you were going somewhere, they're like, yeah, but we said we were going a to sandwich. school. Yeah, Take we were like, school. yeah, we're going to we're going to school. See you later. We, but we we went to our office. We had employees and everything. Wow. But of course, they realized yeah. something was going on because you know they heard us talking. It was we told them. I mean, when the newspaper came, we need to, we need we need to tell them so um and uh yeah they reacted differently so my mom reacted good she was like you know what if this is what you want to do uh, do it uh, because uh i th- she always had a a picture in her mind to own a company somehow in the family and, nice. and so she was like wow you, you you can start a company go and do it if it goes to hell you can still go back to school and right. that was the, exactly what i what i felt and my father felt like what are you doing you know i'm a i'm a waiter you need to have a diploma you need to go to school so he was of course uh, you, it's just different reactions and uh, my mom is more of a risk taker and uh, uh, but they he my father felt like i realized now he just wanted the best for me Absolutely. so they realized in different ways and jeffries and vishal's also because they're jeffrey and vishal they're from they're they're also from sweden but their parents are from india and, are you guys uh, born here vishal is not born here uh, jeffrey is but 
you know the Indian culture is the same as the Serbian yeah. uh, you need to like your parents need to have a son that they, they can be proud of you know exactly. what a are title. you doing yeah I mean like you, you think you have a company you're in a basement you're, you don't have true. nothing you're not earning money you're not okay if you quit school but you start earning money but you're not earning money and we will also I want to add on um, with with going to school parallel with that we were also very successful sales sales reps so we were working in selling uh, selling mobile phones uh, over the phone so we were wow yeah, so like so, so we were really really good at sales and uh, with the three of us we worked at the same company and uh, yeah we were really good so like hitting records and so on but we quit that too we could, like every we were well paid. For for 19 years old, we were well paid. We could do we we could buy stuff. We can you know spending money. You yeah. know it was it was nice, but then we just sacrificed it all because we felt wow this this could actually be something and this could actually create an impact in our career and to people's lives. And if we do that, we're done because then we have changed something. We have we have set a like made a mark. Yeah, and uh, we 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 are somebody that is kind of what we felt so and to have a job and go to the same company yeah you can make a market that company maybe in that field but still. there's a limit for that yeah. as well right? yeah so and uh and also my, my one of my biggest dreams was to own own a sports car and sell a company and to sell a company you need to own a company and to, to have a sports car you it's it's really hard yeah. when they told me you're gonna get paid like they said like yeah you're gonna have two thousand two 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 and a half thousand euros as a as a f- like first the, your first five years as an employee after this school and I was like <laughs> you know the math it, yeah. it, it didn't then it didn't end up well I was yeah. like how can I buy a Ferrari with this you know but I was I was young you know I was thinking but doesn't matter I had a drive so the drive was like it was kind of easy for me okay sell a company and have all of that I'm dreaming it's not I'm I'm going the, the wrong way yeah. and. This is a cool thing. I I, I listened to Tony Robbins, yeah. and he talked about the two millimeter rule. I think he called it that way. Interesting. Uh, and it's like it's just like in two millimeters of how you hold your head down or up, you can feel like more more powerful. And uh, but he also said, if you go, if you just two millimeters is not much, but if you add on, if you add on a direction in two millimeters left or right, and then you go for ten years, it's gonna be a big difference of where you end up. That's okay. True. So so that is why we felt at once I felt like I need to quit school. Uh, school is not for me. I'm not doing the right thing here. Huh. It's crazy because I know that a lot of immigrants uh and I I can only relate to that, you know. I'm I'm not Swedish myself. So so I can only relate to the immigrant side. You know, I would say this Where are you from? Sorry for Azerbaijan. Me. Okay. It's a small country that nobody knows. <laughs> but but they know it for, for Eurovision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we, we won that I think once and that made a mark. Okay. It's nice. it's incredible because the government has, has spent so much money on, you know, marketing the country. Wow. And one contest is the one that people remember. Okay. But anyway, so and I feel like a lot of people or a lot of parents from our countries they have like, you know, you can become anything. As long as it is a doctor, engineer, yeah, yeah, yeah. or a lawyer, because uh, they heard is good, good money. Probably. Exactly, exactly. And uh, so, w- a pretty weird but but straight up question: Have you worked with assholes? And how do you how do you learn to to not work with them or, or see them, you know, from a mile away and, and say like, you know, you're not the type of what I work yeah. with. Uh, I was the guy at the company that my my colleagues uh, used for spotting these guys out. 
So if they had like an interview process with two or three or four meetings, in one of those meetings, they will come to me and say, you know what, it's something with this person, a guy or a girl, doesn't matter. Um, but I, I can't set my finger on what it is. Huh. Could you have a could you have a meeting with 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 this guy and and see what's going on? I was like, yeah, sure, uh, let's go. Yeah. So uh, I'm actually good in 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 <clears throat> spotting them out. And why is because uh, I think recruiting people and and spotting them out. First of all, I've done wrong like I don't know how many times. So from learning from that, first of, of all. But then also seeing patterns, you know, because you can start seeing patterns in people's behavior and what they how they answer questions and what they say about their life and so on. But I, I think it's if you have core values for your company, if you set them out so you know like these are the core values for a company, you can have them on your wall. But all of those hasn't have to be there. But I can say like one big core value is like respect. Yeah. If you have a a, a core value within yourself that can come from your home or something and you, you like like respect uh, you're not gonna say some kind of stuff to to people or in front of people you know True. if it's somebody elder, elder than you or or anything that that's just one one uh, example so if you set your values straight and the culture what you stand for uh, then it's easier to spot out the person that is not the same as you yeah so th- that is like the easiest way to do it, I yeah. think. But but then you need to know yourself and your company. Like, what is the culture? And get it down on paper so you know what you stand for. And when you do that, even if you find a person that has the right skills, the right skills, they, they know how to do it. But if you're going to take that person and put that person into your small startup with maybe 10 people, and, and they at once, it's going to be like, pouring oil into water right exactly. you know what happens it's like they, they don't work with each other so you're gonna have a virus kind of and you don't want to risk that in a small small team doesn't matter like if you if you have a bigger company then small teams will create themselves somehow yeah, and yeah, everything will no, you can you can afford that kind yeah, of yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Error, right so but here set your core values and like what what you stand for and when you see that a person is answering stuff wrong Maybe even like a, a, a small thing. If somebody's sitting and cursing at an interview or saying stupid stuff, like, I don't know, sometimes people just, I don't know how they, you know, the trick is here of also in an yeah, interview yeah. is to, to create an environment where the person can be themselves all the way, okay? Yeah. Even they can go so far that it's talking about, tar- start talking about dates and stuff. And then you can see like if if this person is talking bad about maybe their other company that they worked at uh, their former boss uh, dating I don't know you know it's like first of all don't talk about your private life it's like if somebody don't ask you and if they ask you tell them in a nice way exactly. don't tell them the deep you know yeah, yeah. and there you see like if you have the problems there you can even imagine if you have a Christmas party what kind of problems you will have with this person <laughs> so there is you know you can you, you spot them out really that's easy but there, it, it's really important for, for the person that's recruiting for your company and that's why I for me, uh, me, Jeffrey, Michelle, we were always included somehow in a, in the recruitment process somewhere. We had a founder interview always huh. because we wanted to know. Yeah. Uh, because you seldom get the chance to sit with a person for an hour, an hour and a half and ask them all of these questions when they have started to work for you. When, when do you do that? It's, it's just a strange... You can't do that like two months after because it will feel like, are you, are you controlling me? What are you doing now? You know, yeah. 
So but yeah, it, you could that, do that. That is that is kind of amazing. I mean, yeah. I don't see a lot of founders do the recruitment process. That's what you. That's when. You, that's when you get in the. You know, the superhero HR person to do the dirty work for you. you yeah. Um, but I mean, that, that is it, smart. It's that, smart. The thing is also, uh, I was I, I recruited a lot of, a lot of salespeople, and the people ask me like, "What is a good salesperson?" Is you know, it's a big question. Um, and I think it's really hard to 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 just say because you need to align the salesperson with the culture, with the product, with the end customer, with everything, you know. Yeah. And you can still be a good salesperson, but not for my company, my product, you know. So it's 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 a hard question, and that's why recruitment companies they have difficulties in recruiting. I use them also; they fail all the time. Yeah. Uh, because they're like, we have recruited so and so many. I work with sales, blah 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 blah. Yeah, but you know, you you need to align them. It's it's not that easy. So and with salespeople, as we talked about, entrepreneurs they come in different packages. Of course, it's not like you're gonna hire some uh, uh, business analyst. You you know kind of what you're looking for. This is gonna be maybe an introvert person that has a sarcastic humor and so on and so on. Still gonna do their work. And do their job and, and not going to interrupt. But a, a salesperson is an is an extrovert, and if it's an extrovert with feelings and you and you don't have control and they don't have control of themselves and you let them into a team of ten people, you can screw up the focus of ten people. Then it's going to cost you a lot. So you need to do it yourself, um, but not all the way, of course. Of course. I, I read an article that uh, you had in, in the recruitment process of. I think four or five people that was, you know, having an interview yep. and um, none of them showed up except one person. Yeah, that that's was an it? interesting story. That was when can... we were we had our first um, office in a yeah. basement. It was uh, 2007, January, I think. We spent the whole Christmas in recruiting people because we wanted to staff up. We were of like, course. wow, we're, now we need to grow. We saw we, we started we started selling from day one. We launched the company in, in November, the 5th of November, 2006. And there was the first working day. So, and, uh, uh, so we needed to staff up. So we spent like two or three weeks just, just finding people. <laughs> we had employed 14 people because we felt like if you employ 14, maybe... Will some of them will drop off? Maybe three or four will drop off, as they did historically, because bad environment, exactly. work environment, and so on and so on. A startup, people get insecure. The salaries weren't wasn't that good. But then we had a, an intro in, introduction uh, day for like a whole day, and uh, we uh, we educated everybody in, in the product and so on. And um, uh, the next day, only one guy showed up, so nobody came back. One one guy came back, so he came back, and just because he was a bit older and he had a, as I'm talking about the core yeah, values yeah. here, uh, respect for us still doing the hard work. He came back to just to say, you know, guys, this is nothing for me. I need to like resign. So, but still, he did it. You know, you spent so much time, but the, the only thing you can realize there, you you did it, you did it wrong. So that's exactly. why we we I became a. A black belt in in recruiting uh, salespeople, yeah. and I don't know. I think I held like at least like three and a half, four thousand interviews during these. So I can have like seven or eight interviews uh, uh, in one day. Yeah. So uh, because I needed to learn, so uh, we did, and we helped each other out. Me, Jeffrey, and Michelle. That was the the core team was always there. Doesn't matter if everybody left the company, nobody would ever leave. Shit. So uh, we always have to. Have, I mean, you can some. you can pretty much write an, an, a book about recruitment now. 
I mean, yeah, I have a yeah. I have a chapter in the Eat Sleep Startup Repeat about yeah. this and about recruitment and onboarding and the culture. So you should read it. And Definitely, uh, yeah. I tried to summon it up in a good way because recruitment is really hard. Because people just let people in in the company. I'm like, did you even call the, the former employer and yeah. just ask them what's going on? So, no, I didn't. So that's why you're failing. You're not, you're not doing your homework. Exactly. But it's because in, in a startup, you feel so vul- vulnerable. Yeah. And you don't want the person to say, hey, I took that job because they paid more or they yeah. had a, you know, I don't know, like a PlayStation that you could play at, 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 yeah. at the break time. Yeah. And then you become so like afraid of losing that person. You do anything to get that. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I can say there doesn't matter how how big your company gets. You will always have that that problem. What you need to get, make peace with it. You will always be in that situation. The only thing you can do is to sell your company in the right way. Hmm. And that is what a lot of founders don't do. They sell it in the wrong way. They oversell it. Right. So they sell this like something that you have seen. They sell their vision in, in, in a year, but they're there. They're not there yet. So you need to make a difference or where are we now? So I always say like, I want to tell you the story of where we have been, where we are now and where we are going and what kind of journey you are, you're like jumping into here. So if that attracts you and you see this with me and you want to create this and run with us in this vision, then you can work with us. And if not, we will find out after these two or three interviews. And if you feel that something is wrong, ask me or just confront me and, and say whatever you want. It's better for us to, to solve it now in this first interview so we as a company don't waste your time anymore. Because this is my job. If you say no, I'm going to find somebody else. But if you say yes, I want you to say yes for a good reason. So I don't want to waste your time like being a good sales sales guy here and getting you all worked up for this and then take you further. So it's better for us to work it out here. So so just be brutally honest and don't be afraid of of I mean I mean how many people do we have on this planet? Just be consistent and be 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 the white shark. Don't don't stop moving forward, right? So and you will always have that. So for me, I, I realized after a while, doesn't matter. It's better for me to just be honest with everything. And I showed them the workplace. Like, here is where you will sit. You will work from here. You see this headset? You will have this on your head. You will work. You will call people. You will do this. It will be, you want to, sometimes maybe you want to you wanna kill me. You want to kill your boss. Uh, but you will always also love me. You will hate me and love me. You know, yeah. that is that is way way it, it, it goes exactly. working with sales. You will have, one day you will have, 200 no's nobody wants to talk to you the other day you're winning yeah. but still we're here to win in the long run so if you tell them all of this and they still say you know what I want to work with you guys but you have something else that the others don't have and I always 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 give uh, ask them what other what other companies have you have you been seeing if they say none I'm gonna say that's not smart it's better for you to go out and like meet at, le- at least two to three other companies and see what they have. Yeah. And if you find something that they have that attracts you more than, than we have, go work with them. <laughs> and if not, I'm going to call you in 24 hours. And if you still feel the same feeling that you feel right now, I want to take you to the next step in the interview process. That's amazing. So it's like, yeah. it's a lot of details yeah. here. So, and uh, and why? Because I'm not afraid of losing. It doesn't matter if I lose you, I'm going to find, because I am going to find the right person. 
So don't compromise there. If you feel, ah, this is something wrong, and trust your gut. If it's something wrong, maybe this person is right, but you're not clicking as as, as people. You will be with this person yeah. more than you are with your girlfriend, exactly. right? Exactly. So isn't that exactly. important? So that that's what I'm saying. That's why it's really important for recruiting the right people in the right way. And when you're done there, you need to onboard them and give them a good time also. So I think for some, some startups, they just... They just throw people in. Sometimes it gets right, sometimes not. Uh, and I think in the long run, you will you will lose your people because yeah, it, it so. is true. And that I, maybe that's why a lot of people jump around these days from company to company, because the mass majority of companies work in a different way. Mm. You know, they they do the opposite of what you're saying. So they created a new market where where yeah. where you know companies are basically for sale. Mm. I mean, for the applicants and. It's very important. And yeah, good, uh, good stuff. I think a lot of people change jobs because they're disappointed, uh, or maybe they stay and they're still disappointed because their boss said something that like we will do this and this and this for you. We will do it because people they maybe you the 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 boss and the recruiter they say this to ten people per week. Yeah, but it's still this person will only hear it once and they will remember what you say. <laughs> So be careful what you what you promise. If you promise them they're gonna get education, they're gonna get their own laptop, they're gonna get blah blah blah. Everything's everything's there when you get there. And you come there, you, you and you don't get. It's like everything's delayed. You don't get anything. Just throw you in there. You know what? I can't. I can't. I can't be with you today. The first workday. I have a lot of meetings. It's like why should why should even somebody go work with this person that can't give you the focus and yeah. the love they recruited you and now they don't care about you so i i would say like leave that company exactly. at once yeah. because uh, i don't know because i think when you you have a responsibility when you recruit people we could do what i do and uh, when i recruit people i sent out an email with a short short description with everybody so to the whole company that somebody new is uh, uh, joining us and they chose us as a company as i said there's a lot of competition they of chose us we chose them it's a mutual uh, agreement so uh, uh, and uh, a description a picture and and everything with a name and everything so and and tell everybody ask this person out for lunch at once huh. so if somebody enters and they say like hi frederick i heard about you what do you think that the person's got what kind of feeling do you Euphoria. think that you're going to create yeah so yeah. if if you give this person that kind of a feeling the first day that everybody knows who he or she is, I mean... I it's priceless. Yeah. It is priceless. But people forget this. Why? Because you were too busy with not writing an email for 10 minutes and putting pictures in. Ah, you're going to be... You, you know what? You're going to be... You're going to be busy recruiting people all your life if you don't take care of your staff. True. So that is... I was that. I was that guy. We were those three guys recruiting all the time and never getting there. Shit. Yeah. I, I'm definitely going to read the book. And uh, because, you know what, th- there is a lot of books out there that, you know, tell you how to become an entrepreneur. But yeah, I, I could see I could see a lot of use in getting to know specifically that aspect because I, I myself had a hard time of recruiting and, yeah. and trusting right people. Yeah. So, But also you need to, you need to risk. Sometimes you just need to go for it. Uh, I've done so much wrong recruitments, uh, but that's why I can tell this story now. Yeah. I couldn't tell you this like 10 years ago. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, man. So as a summary to, to listeners from all around the world, um, in this in this COVID-19 times, yeah. this messed up times yeah. where you can't go outside and, and so on, how should non-entrepreneurs think and how should entrepreneurs 
accelerate their game? Uh, first of all, non-entrepreneurs. Uh, I think overall, just now we talked about a lot of about recruitment and so on. Just we just want to highlight the entrepreneurial life. It sometimes it is a mess. It's like you wanna you just you just wanna die. You know, it's it's so much to to do at once. You can it, it's it's too much sometimes. But I think everybody should try it out sometime. Everybody should try out try it out to maybe doesn't have to be a company you can you can have you can be an entrepreneur with with this like uh, having a, a podcast but you're your your own boss because i think you grow a lot with this stuff i meet people in my age they're still immature yeah. uh, i i click better with people 10 10 uh, 10 years older than me why because you know it's the things that we discuss around the table is something else you know we, we talk about more important stuff and that is what it doesn't have to be important, but it's more interesting yeah. to me. So uh, the conversation is different. So, uh, but I think everybody should try it out because I have met a lot of people, a lot of people uh, that are entrepreneurs that are not good at it, but still they're doing it. And I met a lot of people that are not entrepreneurs, but I see they could be. Hmm. It's like you, you could, you, you could do this. That must be frustrating. Uh, I, you see it, but 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 they're stuck in. You know, they have a salary. They think it's safe. It's nice. It is nice. You don't have. You can. If you start working at six, you go home and you stop mentally working. You don't have to care. But still, I can say you can be miserable sometimes, but I think everybody should try it out. And to answer the question about the COVID-19 situation uh, and for new new for people looking at starting, starting a company now, uh, as always, be uh, adaptable to change. Be adaptable and be quick. Hmm. Uh, because now uh, how we turned our company around we're having the the best the best time of the company ever uh, and the, the the covid situation just speeded everything up because people taking decisions uh, we work we work with restaurants with yeah, clicks yeah. so it's a self checkout system yeah. so you can order order food you don't have to talk to people you don't have to enter the restaurant we can put it like outside or even against the window so you can the touch you can use the touch through the window and uh, as long as everybody keeps it clean and so on it's cool and we work with that and and ordering via mobile so Amazing. so we had a a rough year you know redeveloping our product and and losing my it staff because as i said told you it was a takeover so it was not my culture not my people recruiting yeah. so so what happened there was um when i heard about like when corona actually hit was when the u.s closed their borders then it was like wow okay so what is happening now uh, the stock market crashed and everything and i just felt like okay so no, you know what? This is not going to be the end for Clixis. This is not going to be end for for this journey. I, I, I don't care. It's not going to be end for Clixis or Alexander K. The sneakers. Yeah. I don't care. So, so what I did was I started to work even harder, and I I at once adapted. What can I say to the customers now? <laughs> I'm selling the same product but uh, in a different way, and along this two three months period now we have. I've changed the pitch a couple of times. So now it's in Sweden. It started to feel good again, but it's still a situation. Of course, yeah. But you have to adapt all the time because your product, you need to find new ways and you need to be a visionary also. So if you're going to start a company today, you need to somehow be a visionary and seeing how is the world going to look in, in a year or two? What do you think? And you will have to choose something and then just go for it and risk it. 
because mm-hmm. I think, I think, like you and me, when we met, we said hello, exactly. we didn't shake hands, we used the elbows, right? Yeah, yeah. And for me, I don't care. It's even better yeah. because I'm a, I, I've always been a hygienic person and I'm always washing my hands. And so this is this is even better for me. But but what I'm saying, I, I don't think the handshake will go back like no. Even if we get the vaccine and so on, because nobody as now you like you can test if you had uh, Corona, but you you had, but some ha- didn't have. Some made one test negative, the other exactly. positive. Nobody knows, you it's know. A mess. So so and and when the vaccine comes, it's also going to be a mess. Why? Because it's a startup. Hmm. The COVID nineteen situation and and discovering the 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 vaccine and the, it's also a startup, you know, and and it can go in either way. So I think for for if you're starting a company right now. Try to read as much as possible and and what other people say and what do you think like it's the f- the the playing field like it's you wanted to play soccer you come out there the field is not the same you know exactly. so, but what do you think the field will look like in two years or three years what do you think will happen and what kind of products and what kind of problem can you solve then if you solve something good. Like now, uh, a short term is like, wow, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to import these COVID-19 uh, tests. Exactly. I can buy them for uh, for for three euro in China. Then I can sell them for 80 euro here in, in Sweden. Did you hear what, what I'm saying? This is not this is not being a visionary no, of what's no. going to happen in two years. You're not going to need this test. So you, that's like that's that's short term. So be long term. What can you do if you want to work with something around COVID or something else? Like for us with Clixis, I think that people will learn now how to use their mobile phones. You will be more patient in in ordering food in different Definitely. ways. You 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 can. Spend some more time and just like how to do this. The, even older people, you know, not the ju- new generation, and that is also the mass. So we're using using these touch screens. I think people invest more time and not be that stressed out because if you stress out and go stand in front of a person, maybe what happens if this person in in, in the in cash the queue, rate, yeah. like spits when they exactly. talk, and you get the it's not it's not worth it, you know. So it's better to invest five minutes in just discovering how, how does this system work, exactly. you know. So I think. The mindset of people is different, and the mindset of the restaurants is different also, and uh, because everybody's trying to somehow figure out how to still do the same thing that we did before, but with new solutions. So if you start something today, try figuring out what would be good in in a couple of years, or just see what 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 didn't go well now, but it will still like come back. I don't know what it can be, but I will say like. Don't tell yourself, you know what? I'm not gonna start my company and live my dreams because of the COVID-19 situation. Yeah. I heard a lot of companies say don't, that. Don't, don't, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that at all. Doesn't matter if if it's a world crisis. If you start with something, you will be focused. You will be be there. You will find your moment of excellence. Not today, but 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 further on. And and the the, the biggest problem with people is. They plant the seed today and they want to pick the flower the same day. It's like, wow, you just chill out. So start moving and you will find your way somehow. But if you don't start moving, I can assure you, you won't find the way over there. Because it's the same way. If I tell you, you know what, can you meet me over, I don't know, in the southern part of Sweden, you start working today, you will have a chance finding the way in a better, easier way. But if you sit here with no map at all, because... Starting a company is like going for a direction with no map. You have to create the map yourself. It's easier to create the map. How did the conquerors of the world do it back then? You you Good jumped stuff. onto a ship and yeah. you you went. Then you found America, right? Yeah. 
you didn't find you didn't have anything else that's the same thing here that's true just go wow amazing man thank you thank you so much thank you for for being for being amazing and for being a (laughs) shark thank you very much (laughs) and I I wish you all 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 luck in the future and uh, man I'm gonna see hell of a lot more of you I'm pretty sure of that ladies and gentlemen uh, Alexander Goga and uh, thank you guys for listening and I'll see you in the next episode thanks for having me man it's a pleasure Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.